Oh, we did a two-minute practice again. This was a practice where we picked a scale and an instrument and just take two minutes at a time and see how it goes. Play that scale, play that instrument. Let's see how it went with me, Rob Stenzinger, Jersey, in a second on the Two Minute Practice Podcast. Welcome to the Two Minute Practice Podcast. Here, the hosts of the Lean Into Art Podcast explore and encourage you to join us in trying all kinds of different creative activities that help us practice things related to making our art, exploring, growing in our business practice, and even trying things for a healthy lifestyle. We'll talk about what we practiced recently, things we saw in the community, and then we highlight a new idea for us all to practice next. Two minutes is a findable amount of time to try things. I'm Jersey Droz, cartoonist and teaching artist. I'm Rob Stenzinger, UX designer, interactive make maker, and teaching artist. All right. We are in the two-minute practice once again. Good to see you, Rob. Well, good to see you, Jersey. My so gosh. You already told us what we're doing, what it was about. Mm -hmm. We were making making scales on our music instrument of our choice. Let me guess what you were using. <laughs> well, you're assuming I actually practiced. I I I said I picked I picked an instrument and I picked a scale. <laughs> no, I actually practiced. I yeah. I am um, I'm I'm a guitarist who plays by ear still overall. It's um I, I have a weird relationship with music theory and that that whole deal. So, it's an interesting mm thing to formalize which i appreciate and and can get into but um but yeah many years of, of not taking that instrument uh in a traditional formal way wow yeah yeah that i think that that's a theme between the two of us too right is the very self-taught non-traditional approaches to this stuff and yet we've um managed to make a lot of cool stuff with this with the the practices that we made and i think that's another thing to like highlight on this this project of the two minute practice you don't have to have a formal approach to practice right you can you don't have to mm. so but and, so you yeah, added a bit of formality added oh, a bit sorry, of formality added a bit of formality so like well i think we, we we said that um instead of just you know picking an instrument and making noise which is joyful and great hit a timer see what comes out um to just go that little extra um stretch and which can be nourishing or frustrating or something but it's but it's different than what we practiced before which is often what we try to do um to keep it interesting uh, the practice of practicing is fun to talk about and think about but also the specific practices we want them to affect us somehow right even though we say well it's not about well i'm going to practice i'm going to make a song and then I'm going to sell the song and what have you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We're somewhere in between those, those, those poles, right? That, that's how I feel about this. Totally. Because as we've discovered, we're, we're, we're kind of implicitly project hunters and, um, <laughs> you know, habitual uh, stuff makers with the idea of, of, you know, making things into products. It's so baked into our biases, but, but, um, mm. but that pressure, this, this is a great way to say, well, all right, two minutes at a time. There's not, um, like what could you expect out of yourself really? So you're at least playing with the idea of, of, um, of 
of changing perspective to say it doesn't have to lead anywhere other than you get to feel what it's like to do the thing. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. How did it feel for you, Rob? How did it go? Um, let's see. Where's my, I made a little sticky note of, of, um, it, it was, uh, it was slow at first, right? Cause we, we were doing two minute practice on like a two week cycle nowadays. And it's the, the almost the first week almost went by before I really chose it. I, I would see this on my to-do list and I would like bulk and, and say like, I don't know what scale to pick. Uh, guess I'm not doing this right now. Right. And mm-hmm. so I actually dug through, I don't know, well, on the video podcast, you can kind of see a, a bunch of books piled up on my Kawhi K4 uh, keyboard back there. And uh, because I have dabbled with studying theory and trying to understand the instrument that is guitar, I've even made a video game out of learning the notes of the fr- on the fretboard, which is actually how I lear- learned the notes on the fretboard was making the game. Um, which came many years after starting playing guitar. Um, and I, I looked through my books and I was like, I'm not finding it, finding anything. I guess. All right. So then I, next time I, I just did a quick, um, Google search and I, ha- I, you know, I'm kind of adjacent to the theory and I knew like, maybe I want to be like D minor or E minor. Cause I'm like, mm, you know, I love metal and, D minor and E minor are quite metal. So I have learned over the years. I couldn't now give you a speech on why, but, you know, I know that's true. So uh, once I had that, then I started, you know, noodling and playing around and uh, uh, would, uh, then I racked up, um, well, at least 10 practices. So total. But the first couple were like, you know, spent, trying to pick the scale. So, mm. and, um, yeah, uh, I could demo an hour later what I, what I picked. What do you think? Sure. Let's, let's, right. let's hear, let's hear it. So, oh, you can stay on screen with me if you like, but, um, I, I want to see the whole image. Transition. I want to see, I want to see all of the guitar. Okay. So, yeah, I have different camera angles here too. Uh, I haven't, I don't have like, I'm a Twitch streamer with the perfect guitar angle to see the fingering and stuff. But like, I think this other, other position is a little better. So I will go to, how about there? Oh, sweet. All right. Okay, so E minor harmonic. This is, um, uh, I printed this off of a web search that I've, I found on, um, like, well, Fender.com, right? So Fender.com, creator makers of guitars. They made my, let's see, the first, you know, two guitars I bought were Fender. Um, HM Strats, actually. Heavy metal Strats. Um, so, I don't know. Blame Radicaster. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so let's say um, one quirky thing about this diagram is is how is, so you notice it's got you know um, uh, so the dots for the you know your relative fret positioning it's in it's in the numbers the frets where you know zero through five so um, open position that means I don't have to actually uh, like the bottom where it says zero that's just playing the string that's not actually you know so like this is zero 
That's just hitting E. Anyway. Okay. So it's but the notice the notation is a little quirky. That 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 took me a little bit to get through because notice how like two things are crammed really close, zero and one. Um, mm -hmm. They're not this equal positioning. So that that took I don't know a little bit of wrapping my head around. But um, so uh, let's see. All right. So I played this on the zero. So you go do re mi. There you go. Do re mi. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. That's it. But then I'm like, well, how do we have some fun with this? So moving it up to the 12th fret, this is the same thing. All the notes repeat, right? So that's why Guitar Fretter, actually, the game, guitarfretter.com, if you're curious, um, just actually goes to the 12th fret in this version. Oh. So, but then you can continue on, right? So... So that's that's continuing up the whole, um, continuing the scale, right? So it's the same pattern, but I moved it up to the twelfth, right? So then. So you're moving horizontally across the the, the neck yeah. rather than going up the neck. Yeah. So so this is where the the diagram teaches down here, right? Yeah. But up here, it's more fun. <laughs> then you can play around like. and that's where all the rest of the practices went <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's uh that was what i did <laughs> so it sounds like if, if i'm if i'm characterizing this properly and I, I want your input on this rob i'm hearing that there was an initial bit of friction at the beginning as you sort of wrapped your head around what the what the practice what you asked yourself to do in the practice yeah but once you got there it became a playful experience because i mean so i mentioned that i i've i mean i've practiced guitar a long time and i i can do things i'm okay at it but I'm, I, I'm not great to collaborate with on guitar because I don't have enough theory to have a common language to navigate constructive conversations to, you know, compose stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then again, I've had successful collaborations here and there with very patient collaborate, you know, folks. And, um, uh, but yeah, so I was able to take, you know, skills of being able to like pick um, and speed pick. Um, but now applied to an actual scale where I'm not going into like uh, uh, chromatic or enharmonic things, right? I think I used that second word, right? I don't know. <laughs> You're still operating at expert level compared to where I stand. Like I look at that and it really does look like the magic trick that I know it looks like when I do certain things with my illustrations. So, well, that's oh, cool, fun. <laughs> um, so it, it was a fun focus. It was like saying, Hey, take all that, that whatever you do make to make noise fun, to make happy metal fun noise and actually channel it at a, at a scale like you have before, but often, you know, wander, uh, away from. <laughs> so, 
uh, anyway, but so it's, yeah, it was building on a practice. It was like, oh, it's like if someone said, well, hey, Jersey, instead of drawing, um, you know, someone who is laughing at a joke, draw someone who is then uh, jumping over a hurdle in a track race, right? Mm-hmm. So just apply. No, yeah, I could see. I could see how. Yeah, I, I uh, a few years ago I went to my first life drawing class in like might be ever. Like I actually I think I did some life drawing like back like early college years, but uh, and, and it was it was weird to go back to that formal space of we're just trying to get capture contours and I'm remembering language from my early art classes and applying my the intuit intuitive skill that I've developed through lots of years of heuristic practice and training and um, applying that to a formal setting, it it did make it seem more playful and joyful. And I didn't feel as beholden to any kind of um, outcome. Right. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of what it felt like to, for this practice for me, it was, um, you know, free of outcome because of it is truly just two minutes and, you know, see what happens. Um, but then it, it wasn't, uh, it was building on some, some prior practice skills. So, but that was, uh, that's how mine went. And what I'm really curious, how did your practice go? Did you make some noise? I did. And mine, I reached, I, I encountered a similar friction in that, I don't even know enough about scales to name a scale, right? So I was like, well, what am I, I know do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, but like, I don't know like the difference between an F sharp and E minor. I, I, I it, it's, I haven't applied myself into, to a degree to where I have that knowledge instinctively or intuitively or obviously. However, uh, my wife, my wife's grandparents bequeathed her a piano. And so we have piano in our house now. And there it is sitting in our library where it's like asking to be played, you know. So I the second week I opened it up and there were all of these like 1930s how to play piano books that came with the piano. Oh, and cool. so I opened them up. and I'm like, OK, like what what am I learning here? I'm just going to go to like the beginning of one of the beginners books and just say, like, where do you put your fingers? And so I practice what I did practice was maybe not as formal of a scale. But what I did practice was like learning how to use my left and right hand at the same time on the piano keys, which totally threw me off the horse. The first time I tried it where I was like, wait a minute. So I'm going to go backwards with my left hand and forwards with my right hand. Or in other words, they move away from each other as they, as they do different chords and, and uh, key or key groupings. I don't even know the language for it, but I did sit down and follow the notes very slowly. I think I got through like maybe one, you know, progression of notes per two minute practice. Cause I'm like looking down at the keys, looking up at the book, looking down at the keys, looking up at the book. But so did you put your the, hands on the, um, on the piano keyboard where it's like your, your two thumbs are, you know, like one thumb is they're both on white keys, but then next to your right thumb is a black key, right? Yeah. Is that yeah. Where you were? So it's yeah. Right thumb is on C is yep, C. And then, yeah, yeah, my left thumb was on C on the other end of the piano. So Ah. I practiced that. And it was what, by the third time, I felt like, okay, this is feeling like it's a a skill that I can acquire. I still don't have it. But the memory of doing it a couple times in a row has 
primed me for, and of course, life experience has primed me for this as well, is that I know if I just do this all the time, I'll do it. Now, what did that feel like? This is, and I brought this observation to one of my live streams this week, is that I think I've said on this this podcast and other ones that we've done together is this idea of like I really want a hobby. I want a hobby, and I don't. I didn't know what I meant when I said that. I just know that I want to do something that isn't directly related to making art products or teaching work, right? And and I didn't think about it beyond that. I just know that the, there's goodness in that word hobby. And then I thought about like what my relationship with that word is since I was a young person. I always thought a hobby was something you do when you have nothing else to do. Right? It's like it's like oh, I got nothing else to do but to put together a puzzle. I got nothing else to do but to put together a boat in a bottle. I guess you know. Like I saw adults with hobbies, and I saw it as oh, this is a passing up passing the time activity. No, when I was doing that stuff on the piano, it made me realize that hobbies enrich your life, right? Mm. By giving you experiences of engaging with creativity in ways where there is no, where there are no stakes, right? Nobody was standing over my shoulder going like, Oh, too bad. You took too long on those scales, right? It was just like, I got to do them. And I had the two minute thing telling me it's okay. You're going to be done soon. (laughs) (laughs) It it gave me permission to enjoy it. Right. Mm -hmm. So while I don't have much to show for the two-minute practice in terms of skill acquisition, I have perspective acquisition that I got out of engaging with. I, I think it was four times I did it this week. Wow. I, I like that distinction. Hmm. Perspective acquisition. That's a pretty powerful couple of words, <laughs> word pairing there. Um, and, 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 and it is valuable on it in its, you know, in its own, you know, in own measure, because how do you get new perspective except for finding new situations to put yourself in that, that now, uh, cause you to need to adjust? Yeah. That's cool. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that's, that's, that's a way of, of, of rephrasing it. Right. Yeah. Because I had the choice. I could have said, well, I choose not to adjust. This is for people who have musical talent, not for me. Right. And, but I don't give myself permission to say that. Right. Because like I, I get really bristly when people say, oh, you're so talented. I'm like, well, maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> I worked my butt off, too. Let's uh-huh. not take that away. Thank you very much. <laughs> so jumping around in the whole continuum of like, um, you know, high skill proficiency to low skill proficiency. Right. That's. That's a a pretty quick change of perspective. Um, yeah, but you know, some of so, that. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. If I were if I were to chart what's been happening to me, I, I, in a, in a broad sense through engaging with these two minute practices, is that it has given me a uh, bi monthly or bi what was it bi weekly check in to get accustomed to beginner's mindset. Mm-hmm. I know that not all the practices have been that for me because there have been some practices where I've really excelled and been like, oh, gosh, this is this is like breathing. It's so easy for me to do. Mm-hmm. But there are other ones where I feel like I'm thrown at this deep end and it feels I'm learning to really enjoy the intuitive space of student mindset of just trust the process, go through the thing. It's OK if you don't know what you're doing right now. It's going to look and sound terrible right now. And it's supposed to. Well, and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, and then I had because, you know, practice long time and I have some kind of comfort and fluency with with guitar 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt the other side, like you just des- you described when we do certain practices where you hit your strengths, and it's like you have the freedom to play and run, and to not have a job for those strengths. It's saying um, you you've you've set them free, and they get to do stuff, and that's um, that's that can be a breath of fresh air. It can be of totally new perspective because when you have the strengths always paired with jobs, then um, you know, that's, that's more limiting and probably pretty useful and, and uh, necessary, but also. Yeah. In, in that, in that regard, you're also, I feel like you're pointing towards um, experiential benefit of doing the thing rather than the um, product benefit of doing the thing. Mm-hmm which is a good reminder to us that we should be using tools and techniques that actually are fun for us to do and that we don't have to fight with. Um, <laughs> Although we have fought with them. We uh, totally have. Yeah, no, for sure. But I'm just saying that, yes, it, there's that benefit too of doing this. Even if you're doing two minute practices where your skill is really well met to the practice. Well, what am I gaining out of this? Well, maybe you're gaining a sense that it, it's a pleasure to do it. This is something that I hear a lot of artists say to younger artists who are like, well, um, you know, what if what if I don't feel like doing it that that any given day? What if I'm not super successful at this thing? What if what if they imagine all of these dark scenarios that can cross your path when you go off to do art in whatever way you do it? And they say, well, I've heard enough artists say this that I've grabbed onto. I'm like, I'm holding that. I'm going to use it. Um, remember why you started doing it when you get uh, attracted to art as a young person is because you love doing it. You didn't know. No 11 year olds like I could make a buck off of this. <laughs> right. Well, maybe some are. <laughs> well, some are for sure. Yeah, some are. But like when, when, when I was 11 and I decided that that fateful moment, I'm like, this is all I care about from now until doomsday is comics, comics, comics. It was because they're so cool and I love doing it. It's not that, oh, and the money is fantastic. I didn't even know. How could I know? I was 11, you know? So, mm. and yeah, that's reconnecting doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Reconnect with why you're doing it. And that, uh, okay. So, how interesting. Like, this is, this is good prompt territory that we should come back to after a quick break. Yeah. Yes. Let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about, uh, you know, what we're going to do next with our practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me, let me see. Where, where, where is my, my copy? If this project is helping you think and do useful creative work. A great way to help the show is to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash lean into art or lean into art.com slash Patreon. Both will get you there. And another great way you can help the show is buy the products we make. And the thing that I make that I hope you will buy is science comics rockets, which is the comics documentary about the history and science of rockets as told by the animals who participated in rocket history. And you'll learn how bears and chimps helped us to understand the effects of G-Force, how rats helped advertise fireworks manufacturers, and how one woman saved the American side of the space race with some math and chemistry. You can find an eight-page preview at sciencecomicsrockets.com, and it's also available at bookstores everywhere. Hey, Rob, what do you got? Hey, well, I have, um, let, uh, let's say, uh, <laughs> opportunities to switch my screen there. And uh, I just want to point you to my blog which is interactive-storyteller.com. I'm currently in the middle of a challenge where I'm posting every day, and there's all kinds of things related to creativity and collaboration, uh, user experience, and sometimes just reflection on the process of making stuff. So again, my blog is at 
interactive-storyteller.com. All right. Every day. Mm. Posting every day mm-hmm. since January. Yes, that's true. That's a lot of posts. It is. We're at like, I don't know, 83-ish or so right now in a row. Everybody, that's a daily visit from Rob. Think about that. Interactive-storyteller.com. Okay. Uh, so let's choose our next practice. Is there a practice that has that territory of remember why you're doing this? Is there? Um, and, and or uh, we can go opposite. So there's food for thought. So if we reflexively are like, ah, oh, this is punishing, but I uh, know it's nourishing. Or... You know, feels good. Do you have a thing? Well, I'm, I'm immediately thinking of, and I feel like this might have been a practice we've already done, but those influence boards. Oh, oh, right. Have did, we done, did we do that already? We've done this enough that I'm, I'm we've I've done lost an track influence of bo- brainstorm. Mm, okay. Yeah. And, uh, but, but that's, you know, like we've done lots of different things of, in, in similar category. So in what way are you thinking of? Like maybe there's a way to dive an, another step into influence. Um, uh, what, when you mentioned like the remember why we do it, like what popped into my head was this idea of making a collage of visual images that, that caused me um, aesthetic arrest. In other oh, yeah. words, images that like I always go back to in my head, say like I remember looking at that drawing for the longest time. Now, what would be the auditory version of that, right? Would you be able to put together like a one minute scratch track of like here's like a whole bunch of things that like move me, right? I'm trying to think of any visual, or visual or audio or kinesthetic art. Could you put together a one minute? Like, uh, could you do that two minutes at a time? Yes, you could. You could do it accumulatively, right? You would have like, a cumulative file. Yes, that is definitely one of our kinds of practices where they don't, they're not standalone uh, sessions. It's just you collect your sessions in one space. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that is cool. And you could have, you know, an audio file you keep tacking onto, or you could have a, um, a, a physical or virtual page where you're gathering stuff. So a natural thing could be even photo collage uh, for that. Uh, yeah. Just make it yeah. easy to, to, to take the note. This isn't about making a, you know, some kind of permanent art installation of the, you know, the thing that, that, uh, that, that inspired you. So it's just um, remembering and connecting with that memory. So, and for me, if I were to do this, it sounds like we're, it sounds like you're kind of on board with this idea, right? Ah, yeah, I'm, I'm more than kind of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just just trying to leave some squishy space for you to back out. Yeah, uh, thanks. Like for me, one of the things I would probably like tell myself to do it as a constraint is to say, do not try to tell the story before the object is finished. Like some, for me, I would be making mm. a collage. I'm going to make a digital collage by doing Google image searches for books that I know that really moved me. I'm going to use screen grab, grab a piece of it, drop it into, uh, you know, a layered PSD file or something. But I don't, I, I want it to be, the two minutes will be urgent capture 
of grab, 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 put, 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 and then reconvene here to pick apart what I did and why. Mm-hmm. Why do you think he put that image there and not something else? Nice. And then, so, yeah, save the, ref, save the reflection for getting together. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. And yeah, I mean, and folks can reflect along with us when we, when we follow up with this practice next time. So okay, cool. Space. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't want, I don't want my, I, for, I know for me, I'm going to slow myself down trying to like tell a rich story around it. And I know that I'll do a much more efficient job if I just grab and then reflect on it afterwards. Um, so create an, a visual or audio collection of the, the stuff that inspires you to do what you do. Yes. Yes. All right. The stuff that makes it, when you hear or see it, you say, that's what I want to do. That's why I get out of bed. That it's, I, whatever that did to me is what I want to do. Mm. I want to make people feel that. That's the language I always use. Like, like when I was 11, decided I want to make comics is that I don't know. I didn't have the words, but the feeling, if I were to like reflect upon it and call it back with, <laughs> you know, 30 odd years later, is I would say that I was thinking whatever just happened to me now, that's what I want to do for other people the rest of my life. I love yeah. it. It's, it's the, that's what I, um, the feeling of that's what I want to do collection or what have you. Yeah. There's always a copy edit opportunity in, in titling every practice, but we, I think we're there. I think we have a, a pretty strong concept that, that can be fun. And it's so nourishing too, to go back and like, and revisit, uh, because I, I mean, I know typically for me, I, I re-feel pretty great about the stuff that, that, um, felt so moving and, uh, and, uh, motivating and inspiring. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. We've got our, we've got our practice to do. So we'll see everybody in two weeks when we show up to share what we got. Mm-hmm. Anything else to say before we go? Uh, no, I'm looking forward to, to seeing, seeing how it goes. Um, this will be fun. I'm, I'm guessing mine's going to be quite a hodgepodge of audio and video. Uh, I'm <laughs> oh, unfortunately cool. inspired by too many things. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm considerably, uh, more one noted than you when it comes to this. I think my job's gonna be a bit easier this time around. Yeah. So yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you, Rob. Well, thank you, Jersey. I hope you're not, you're not going to okay. be that one noted. I'm so curious to see what we end up doing here. All right. Let's All go. right. So let's try to remember yeah. that, uh, let's try to make our, influence art the art that that reminds us why we do what we do and remember that two minutes is a findable amount of a time play along with our chosen practice or hack it create make it your own how can you take this this thinking exercise and apply it to some kind of practice for yourself and then you know choose your practice set a timer two minutes and comment and share in the lean into art discord which you can find at leanintoart.com slash discord. Share your work and your reflections in the Challenges Quests channel. And we'll be back with another two-minute practice in two weeks. Um, Anything else left to say? No. Yeah, I've I've been Rob Stenzinger of leanintoart.com and leanintoart.com slash two-minute practice. And I've been Jersey Trost of leanintoart.com slash two-minute practice. Okay, bye.